0: tuning you in now
1: to the LBX Daily Show.
0: Brought to you by the LBX Collective.
1: Your community to connect, engage, and inspire. Now, let's get ready to roll with your hosts, Christine Buer and Brandon Wiley. <laughs> All right. Hey. down the days till Christmas. I
0: know. I feel like we need to have an advent calendar next year.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, we should. Or like a little like paper rings behind us or something. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah, that's and a good idea. We
1: used to make in elementary school. Yeah.
0: Yeah, or maybe we'll like have a handful of guests that we want to bring in the month of December, and it'll be like it'll be like a little calendar. Like you know what it'll mean? We'll check off their name or something, or have a little
1: face on the on the calendar. Yeah, or we mm-hmm. just get a wine advent calendar, and every day oh, we just open okay. a new bottle of wine while we while we have this. Yeah,
0: oh, I love it. I love it. I think that's the best idea so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm all in. I'm all in. Count all right. me in. <laughs>
1: okay, perfect, perfect. Well, I guess I'll, I'll get started here. I wanted to to talk about this one. It's because I just thought it was. A really interesting partnership between the crazy Abu Dhabi money that exists and Manchester City, the soccer team or the football team. And so, or if you say football club, I guess you'd call it the football club. So, mm-hmm. Manchester City, they recently launched a whole new gamified experience called the City Challenge. And they did this at the um, Yaz Mall in Abu Dhabi, so big, giant, massive mall, sort of like um, your your version of like an American dream, or maybe not quite American dream size, but like a mall of America, that kind of thing, like so very large mall. And it's uh, the whole thing inside was designed to feel like the, uh, the Etihad Stadium. And there's an experiential space inside, which has like, you know, a whole interactive center. And then of course, you've got your official Manchester City store. So the reason why this is a great partnership is you know, anybody who's traveled to Dubai or Abu Dhabi and those areas, um, the whole United Arab Emirates uh, it has a lot of UK expats that live there, that travel there. Like It is a, a tourist, a pretty strong, heavy tourist destination for people in Europe, but also a lot of people from the UK. And so it obviously makes sense that Manchester City would then partner to have a place like this but what's you know basically inside so first of all when you go in there you create a little avatar and it kind of gamifies the whole experience and as you go around to different places your avatar is gaining experience points and things like that and i'm not really it doesn't I haven't really been able to figure out like where you redeem these. Um, you know, it's it's not a it's not a game that you continue to play when you leave, which is what I was hoping it was going to be. It really just meant to help gamify and make the the whole experience more more fun. But I actually honestly think that this is more of just a gimmick because the experiences inside are actually pretty cool on their own. So you can actually um, you know you, you can test your speed, your reflexes, your agility. There's more than ten different interactive challenges. Um, including one of those, which is, and I couldn't get a good picture of it, but you actually can take a, a goalie shot against a robotic goalkeeper. So you take a penalty shot against a robot goalkeeper, which is pretty cool. And so, you know, the, the, the whole space is you know, really well branded to fit the man, the man city, uh, colors and logos and designs. And then, you know, here's, of course you come up and, uh, you know, come down into the store and you, know, you can buy all of the, uh, all the merch and you can see the different jerseys and everything else that you can purchase and just a really cool experiential retail space. And um, just thought I'd talk about it a little bit here.
0: Yeah, I love it. I, I feel like I need my own Manchester jersey now. Like, <laughs> do you know
1: what I mean? <laughs> oh, Manchester United or Manchester City? You got to make a decision. No. Which who are you? You know, there's there's Man U and my... Man City.
0: And I have city on the front and United on the back. Ooh, like, like, <laughs> I
1: don't think no, 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 that would be uh, that's a, that's a no, no.
0: <laughs> yeah, see, this is my female answer to the problem <laughs> or my annoying answer to the problem. Like I'll just have both. Um, do you know what I like about it though? Is it looks like a Nike store? I mean, I love, love Nike. And I don't know, I get sucked in to Nike and I could like walk out of there with like 10 pairs of shoes and stuff because it's just all just great stuff. But that's what it looks like. And I bet you they'll do fairly well. And you know, part of the experience will be going in and buying something that they have for merch, you know. And yeah, that's super cool. I wonder how yeah. hard, I wonder who to kick off uh, football, I guess they call it harder You or me.
1: <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, I, I've never played against a robot goalkeeper before, so I think that'd be a lot of fun. I don't know how mm-hmm. good it is. You know, it'd be, it'd be interesting.
0: Yeah. Does it actually look like a robot and like move around and do the different things? Like, I think it's
1: people? one of those things. It's like an, I think it's like an arm that swings and like blocks blocks oh, it, as, as, far as, I as far as I understand. Yeah.
0: Oh, very interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Curious. Well, Guess we have to put another thing on our list. <laughs> um, all right. Do you know what else we should be putting on our list actually is um, this place in Australia. Um, I just found it the other day. It's it's another project by Fun Labs. And Fun Labs has done quite a few mm-hmm. projects in Australia. And uh, gosh, you know what? I should know them, but I don't. There's like five that they've done. But this is another one in their collection of projects. And it's called Hijinx Hotel. And what it is, it's an immersive interga- uh, interactive game experience housed within a theme quirky New York style hotel. So you walk into this hotel and all the game rooms are kind of located in different rooms in the hotel. You go up an elevator, there's bellboys When you walk in, I'm going to show you some pictures here in a second. Um, And you do these interactive games, right? Now how it works is that when you go in, you get five different games to do. So each room, there might be 20 in each of these hotels. You only get to do five of them, okay? And you have four minutes to complete each game before moving on to the next room. And you don't actually have to complete the challenge in it, but you'll gain points as you're doing the challenge in the game. And then the uh, the team actually at the end that's got the most points after the five game is the winner. They post it all on a leaderboard um, and kind of do, they share it with everybody that's there. Now, let me just, I have it on a, um, a shared page here. Bear with me. I'm just going to show you some of their challenges because they, I think that they look really fun. Like, they don't look like escape rooms to me. They're definitely challenges. So, this one's a candy ball pool. Um, I'm not exactly sure how it works, but you can see like there's a big uh, bunch of balls that you're jumping in and out of inside of this game. Uh, the next one is Sinking Ship, which looks really interesting. It looks like it, the room tilts almost or something. Then there's another one called Scrambled, um, looks like kind of a, a twist on um, Scrabble. Uh, then there's the cubes. Uh, Buzzwire, and X's and O's. So you can kind of see their games are really interesting and look quite unique, actually. I think super fun. And I thought, let's just take a peek at the ad that they did because, you know, sometimes people just do the greatest ads. And I thought that they did a really, really good job actually showing off the hotel and building some advertising. So again, sorry, bear with me as I go to this uh, video here. I think it's kind of neat, though. Uh, Here we go. So, fun food and beverage, room. And there we have it. So yeah. I just I don't know I think it looks super fun and cool. What do you think?
1: yeah, that's a really they've done a great job of theming the whole thing. Um, you know, at first I, I had actually you know when we first talked about this we were even talking about it yesterday, um, mm. but you know, on the show before the show. and I was like, oh, is this in a real hotel? And so no, it's not. they've actually just sort of like remade uh, a hotel and uh, you know it's it's pretty it's pretty cool like it's like this weird quirky, Feel to it. It's not full on Meow Wolf at all. It's like, it's not like weird, wow. like in another planet kind of weird, but it's got this a kind of fun, almost like a Pee Wee Herman's Playhouse kind of feel yeah, to actually, right. to the in- interior design. And uh, it just, uh, yeah, it looks awesome. And you go to the, you know, the hotel lobby, you get a drink, and then it looks like you go down the slide into this ball pit and then explore the hallways of the hotel. And uh, mm-hmm. this looks like a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. And you know what they've done as well, which I think is neat. So they have five locations and each location um, through Australia is a bit different. Like, so they have the hotel then they'll combine it with some other ones. So they might have a laser tag or a go-kart arena or an arcade with them. And so each one is a bit different and you can kind of go explore and check them out. And um, yeah, gosh, if anyone's been, I'd love to know and get uh, a feeling of what the experience was like. And if not, God, I guess we're going to Australia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's just, just, like, we're just going to be doing a world tour. Checking everything I- out.
0: I know we just need yeah. a private jet. If anyone's yeah. got one, you know, they feel like lending yeah. it to us. I, you know,
1: <laughs> yeah. London to Abu Dhabi down to, down to the, uh, down to Australia, New Zealand and yeah, back. Yeah. yeah. So.
0: Actually, um, our good friend Beth is, uh, in Australia right now. She's in Sydney visiting her daughters. Maybe we should hook her up and just say, Hey, you need to go check this place out for us.
1: Yeah. yeah that's not a bad idea. Actually. It'd be a lot of fun mm-hmm. for them. I'm sure. So it'd be great to get some live action photos and video back from her. Totally. All right. So we, uh, so there's a new arcade that's opened up. It, well, it's the fourth location. So this is called Arcade Time USA. And this new location just opened up in Miami, Florida, and it has 170 games. It includes modern and classic, you know, modern classic typical favorites. There's motion simulators, virtual reality, sports games, and it's located in the Falls. So it's located in the Falls shopping center. And they, the companys planning to open uh, all the way up to another nine for the locations already slated open across the country and when I went to the website they already had the cities listed out on their locations page coming soon now obviously I don't know how soon they they are coming right now their five their four locations that they have are just down in Florida and I thought that uh, you know I was digging into them a little bit I was like okay arcade time and then I looked you know the website and I was like okay these guys basically look like a a ripoff, frankly, like pretty blatantly of Dave and Buster's. And I say pretty blatantly because, you know, they really just have arcade games. They have food and beverage. And then they have uh, their... their, Yeah, their um, tagline is eat, drink, play, and win. And David Buster's tagline is eat, drink, play, and watch. So they did technically change their tagline, um, but it is definitely... Uh, as much as I can tell, a ripoff. But the reason I bring this this picture up here, and for those of you who are listening, I'm showing a picture of four different logos, and this is all from their website. So every single one of those was, was visible and accessible on their website. And they're four different and completely different logos. Um, every single one is slightly different. And I don't know which one they're deciding to go with uh, because their newest facility they just put up looks like their old logo but without the joystick. And then their entertainment actually is a different font than the entertainment on their original logo that is at the header of their website. And then they have another section where it's this round logo with this arcade time that's all lit up. That seems to me to be the new brand that they're rolling out because it's on their new menu, which by the way, um, their menu is probably the one redeeming quality of their company. And that is the fact that their food and beverage is... You know, is so much better than uh, than what Dave and Buster's is. I think that's one of Dave and Buster's biggest weaknesses. Is like, yeah, they're a fun place to go, but their food is just terrible, frankly. And, um, you know, they fall right in that same round one type of just really, shit, really shitty food here. I, I haven't tasted their food, but at least their many selections. I mean, they have ahi tuna. They've like jumped the shark by actually putting filet mignon on their menu, which seems to be like not necessary. Um, but they have filet mignon there for $36 or $35. But this one here is there, they have a really cool sliders. It's like a multicolored, like a slider rainbow and, That's total Instagram-worthy sliders. Like, they're just colored buns. And so I actually really like that because, you know, that's obviously going to attract photos and everything else. And so they did a good job on that front. And then, you know, a couple of other interesting pizzas. I don't like the fact that they don't have a um, smaller pizzas. On their menu so i think frankly like only having large pizzas is probably a limitation like they should have some flatbread sizes or like single or two person consumable sizes of pizza but whatever i'm just getting picky now so i do like their menu but i think just my issue with them is their lack of consistent branding because now i'm going to walk into that arcade time the new one see the old logo sort of with a slight modification on the f- font and then go and pick up a menu that has this new logo and this really cool fluorescent feel to it. And it's not going to be tied or unified at all. So um, anyway, um, that's, uh, that's it on arcade time. Excited to see how they expand and hopefully they determine what size branding they go with going forward.
0: Maybe this is their way of doing, what is it, what's it called when you split test a a line or.
1: Yeah. AB testing, but you AB test in two completely different versions. You don't put it all on one. All on one page, or you know, one website. Like literally, it all four logos joke. on a single page. If I scroll down on their homepage, like all four logos, I can see.
0: I no. I get it, I get it. But maybe they have that tracking software, so it looks to see where your eyes go, and they can, you know, whatever. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, sure, but, yeah, I'm, sure I'm sure they get Yeah, I don't know. Some people, the way their brains works, doesn't make sense. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so I was listening since I wasn't on the show on Monday. I was listening to you podcast last night and. Uh, I got so inspired when he talked, started talking about Willy Wonka. Right. And I just love how you just add so much color to him and it inspires you. And I was starting to think, you know what, you know, who really inspires the heck out of me is Jesse Cole. Right. And so I thought, you know what, let's go bananas. (laughs) Let's talk about them because I don't think we've ever talked about the bananas on this show before. And Oh, I almost said the F word. I'm just like, he is so damn inspirational. I can't even believe it. Um, Anyway, um I know you guys have all probably heard of the Savannah bananas from Savannah, Georgia, obviously. Um, and they they're just such an innovative baseball team, redefining baseball. Let's I'm gonna pull up some pictures and talk about this as we go along. Um Um, So Innovative, this is a picture of Jesse Cole in his bright yellow tux. Obviously, he's the founder of Fans First Entertainment and Savannah Bananas. You can see him dancing along there with the rest of the bananas in their bright yellow outfits. Um, I'm not sure if that's their home color or their away color, but it's super memorable. Um, They're known for their unique banana ball format, um, and their focus is on fan engagement and entertainment. The motto actually of the Savannah Bananas is fans first and entertainment always, which really encapsulates Jesse's philosophy of prioritizing fan experiences above all else. Um, Jesse was inspired by the likes of Walt Disney and P.T. Barnum, which totally makes sense once you start kind of looking into this a little bit further. Um, And he truly believes in authenticity and says, the first fan is yourself. And if you can't create fan. You can't create fans until you are a fan of what you do, which totally makes sense. If you're not passionate about what you're doing, like super passionate, your product's just going to flop. Obviously, you know, maybe that was the problem with the previous company we talked about. Um, but what makes them so unique is, um, is their baseball format. So they introduced something they called Banana Ball back in June of 2020. And it's a unique set of rules that makes the game faster and more entertaining, which is super cool. Now, these rules include winning games by points instead of runs a two hour time limit, no bunting and no stepping out of the batter's box and allowing fans to actually catch foul balls for outs and other kind of fun things like that. Um, and what they did as part of their strategy to figure out what the fans liked is they would take pictures of the crowds in the grandstands, um, every 30 minutes as the games were going on to understand fan behavior better, to see what, um, they liked and when fans got excited, which I thought was super cool way of uh, gathering your research. Right um and actually let's let's check out this next slide here you can see some of their fans in the crowd jesse's in he's in the crowd with the fans they're all wearing banana outfits here and they're always up cheering and you know uh you know rooting the fans on um also Next, um, they focus on fan engagement and the experience. So if you look at the entire fan journey from the moment the fan hears about the game until after they leave, um, they engage with those fans through social media, celebrating ticket purchases online and ensuring the game experience is continually entertaining. Um, There's a huge emphasis on removing friction for guests. So no advertising at the ballpark, which is super cool. uh, Free parking and unlimited hot dogs and hamburgers and soda with a $20 ticket. Which I don't know what you think about that, Brandon. Now this this adds a little bit uh, incorrect because it says thirty dollars, but I think that's because you get a private deck here. But I thought that was really cool. Like for twenty dollars, you get access to the game plus unlimited hot dogs and hamburgers and drinks.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's what I love about that is it makes it completely accessible to the the everyday person. And that's what I really enjoy. We used to have a minor league team here in Phoenix called the Firebirds when I was growing up. And those tickets were always, typically they gave away the tickets. Like you could get the ticket for free. The food was super cheap. And there's a way to go and have fun, like just hanging out at a baseball team or baseball game, even if you weren't really invested into it. And, you know, I think this is also what my favorite part of going to a spring training game out here in Phoenix is like just sitting on the grass, having a hot dog, having a beer, and like just hanging out. And if like I could come in and like just go and have a fun experience for 20 bucks and get like a couple of hot dogs, that'd be a great time.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right. And I mean, they do have more food. They have some crazy food menu items. I've got some pictures coming up here, but these giant nachos, they have banana beer and like the bananas dipped in chocolate with the nuts all around them. Right. So, you know, they're getting extras and they're just kind of giving you the basics with the ticket. But I mean, wh- what a brilliant thing to do now, apparently this approach has actually led to massive success for them and helped them achieve a significant following on social media platforms like TikTok. And they even surpassed some of the major league baseball fan Uh, our baseball team's now on followers, if you can believe it,
1: right? Crazy, crazy. You can totally believe that. And I'm oh, sorry, I just want to come back to one last thought I had on the hot dog thing. Like, This becomes a loss leader. So obviously you're going to, to have upsells and it's no different than a five free $5 game card that you know we give away all the time at family entertainment centers or arcades. Like here's a $5 game card. You know, they're going to spend more than that $5, even a $10 game card. They're going to spend more than that. Just give it away. Just give the hot dog away. The, the margin on that is so low. They're going to spend sure. money than on the banana beer.
0: Sure. And they're so easy to cut, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Atlas. In high volume. Right. So it's so mm-hmm. super easy.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. Anyway, Jesse emphasizes that the uh, the value of capturing attention and creating buzz over traditional marketing methods beats, he says, attention beats marketing 1000% of the time. So, you know, always focus on engaging with their fans and doing fun things. Um, to create even deeper engagement, they do things like uh, entertainment in the parking lot. So you pull in to get your free parking lot spot, and there's people dancing around, doing different things. Um, apparently, the players are even out there doing pre parades, and they just have other interactive activities, which is so super cool. Um, and they're constantly experimenting with new fun promotions, like uh, putting rival logos on toilet paper, which is hilarious, <laughs> um, and selling Dolce and banana underwear. Every game apparently has something new. Um, and then a big focus is on the philosophy of fun in sports. So a- entertainment is central to every game. And you can see here, they're always entertaining. One guy's uh, laying on his side, trying to bat. Here's another guy on stilts, throwing the ball. Um, here's some more pictures. These guys are dressed up in, um, their, uh, kilts, right. Um, the opposing teams are in like these pink cots outfits, the big baseball here, like some of the things that they do and the antics they pull are absolutely hilarious. Um, they, every game is a spectacle, they say. Um, fans are active participants in the experience. They don't just watch the game. They participate. Um, here's some people with the, <laughs> I don't know what they're doing. They're calling their banana phone. Um, and they bring fans down onto the game floor and they actually do different activities, which is so cool. Now, at this point, they have over 5,000 fans attending, or they had over 5, 500,000 fans attend their 2023 World Tour, which covered 87 games across 33 cities. So I feel like they're nailing it. <laughs> like they're doing a really good job here. Um, anyway, um, let's go through a few more pictures here. Oh, they also have a mascot, which is super cool. Of course it's a banana, you know, there's Jesse with the kid on the, um, the field doing something fun. Um, here's some pictures of their food. So there's the banana beer, the bananas and their massive, uh, trailer trash, uh, nachos, I believe they're called. Um, and then finally you can get some swag. So you get the shirts, the underwears with the bananas and the kids, uh, pajamas with the bananas on them, which is so super fun and cool. Anyway, To conclude, the Savannah Bananas are more than a team. They're truly a catalyst for a new way to experience sports. Um, And I'm seriously so excited about them. Uh, In Jesse's words, he says, we make baseball fun. The philosophy has led to a fan base that's extended far beyond Savannah. The team has become a national phenomenon, attracting fans who drive hours just to be part of the spectacle. Uh, Jesse Cole is truly an innovator, providing that uh, proving that fun and tradition can coexist to create extraordinary experiences. And um, I just wonder what's next for the Savannah Bananas. What's their twenty twenty four season going to look like? Hey,
1: yeah, I mean they. I know for sure that they sell out every single location they go, and there's a massive wait list. I'm going to wait list for Phoenix the next time they come through Phoenix Scottsdale areas. So. Um, yeah, I mean, this is, they truly are, they're like the Harlem Globetrotters of baseball, basically, you know, but like even more entertaining and more like 21st century than the Harlem Globetrotters.
0: For sure. For sure. And I just, I had to put this picture at the end, this guy wearing a banana mustache. So it's like a a piece you put on your face. (laughs) Isn't that great? Yeah. yeah, awesome. Awesome. So, anyway, um, one last ask that I would have is that I would love to have Jesse Cole on the third degree and do a deeper dive into his experience and his incredible journey. So, uh, Jesse, if you hear this, I'm going to be reaching out and uh, hopefully you'll uh, join us on uh, the LBX Collective and do a podcast with us.
1: Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, everybody who's uh, joined us for today, this is CB and BW signing off. Stay tuned and keep kicking ass. Bye, guys. Bye.